Live from the Pathway Studios in Johnston proper, you are Live from the Path. Coming from the uh, Pathway Studios here in Johnston proper. Lamb. What was the question? What exactly is a special agent of the Lamb? That's the lyric in that song. That's epic. That's epic. It's designed to be epic. That's not an answer to my question. Dan, take a ranger. Like a Power Ranger? Walker Texas. Like yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Walker Texas Ranger. This, man, this is already spiraled out of control. I, I feel like you should take control of this. We, we, went, we went to a lot of places already in the first 30 seconds of the show. I apologize, everybody. You shouldn't ask such a question. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely blame you. All right, so things have taken a, a turn for the worse. Here's what we got going on. Hey, thanks for hanging out on Live from the Path. I appreciate it. Got some good comments on the show last week. Uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for listening, guys. We really do appreciate it. And frankly, I'm surprised that you checked out the show. Uh... <laughs> And so, so just here's the thing. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put on, a, over the next hour, a really solid 18 minutes of programming. Right. So, so I mean, now, it's not going to all come at once. And so, unfortunately, you're going to have to sit through the entire show and piece together what's about to happen. But, I mean, guaranteed 18 minutes of solid programming. Ooh. And if you hate it, like if it's just awful, we would like to know about it. So you can call the complaint line, 515-577-0085. That's the Bob Eisenhower complaint line. <laughs> The Bob Eisenhower sponsored complaint line. Yeah, uh, I, I saw. I saw. Does moving... Bob know he sponsors that yet? He's we told no, him. No. Oh, okay. No, he doesn't know that. All right. Uh, I saw a moving truck with Bob Eisenhower's face on it, and yes. I thought he's such a good man. I wish, really wish we didn't treat him so poorly. Uh, but anyway, that's the. It's, you love the show. You hate the show. Uh, call or text five one five five seven seven. Excuse me, five one five five one seven zero zero eight five. That's a lie from the path. A uh, complaint line because we're being honest, and that's what you're going to use it for. And uh, we do love to hear from you. Here's what we got going on the show tonight. Uh, the August Guns are, are in studio, fellas. Thanks for joining us. You are welcome. Okay. We're excited to be here. And now here's here's the problem, boys. I'm going to look over here behind me because the live from the path guys are kind of. Behind me. Why you got to say, here's the problem, then look at us? Because cause what happened was, I said, the, the August Guns are here, and you guys didn't do anything. Oh, was that? The August Guns. They self-promoted with that. They had to cheer yeah. for themselves. It was weird okay, can we give another shot? We play. played for less enthusiastic That's not. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> There's some serious honesty to that, and I appreciate yeah. that. That's what we're looking for. I mean, can we give another shot, Ben? Yeah, yeah, okay. So here's what we got going on on the show tonight. The August Guns are here. Okay, that's more like it. How do you do? That's Thanks. More. Better? <laughs> you know how they say you're... Best cheerleaders, yeah. There you go. When, one, when no one us. will cheer for you, you cheer for yourself. Solomon, right? Isn't that the <laughs> game that we're playing? <laughs> that, was, that was most certainly <laughs> Solomon bit of wisdom. Playing. That must hey, have been Proverbs. Heads up, Booba. He's good. Oh, man. <laughs> he's real good. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Uh, all right, so anyway, we're going to get to know those fellows. They're going to play some tunes. Uh, we're going we're gonna to hear about uh, uh, their, their latest kind of uh, tune releases, music videos, where you can find out more information, and uh, just kind of soak them in. So be prepared for that. We are also 
uh, and I talked them into it. Uh, like they, I think they were hesitant at first, but now they're they're full on board and apparently have been practicing in the break. Oh, buddy, uh, we're going to play around to secular versus Solomon. We're going to win. I've been practicing too. I've been reading up on proverbs. Like this week? Yes. Oh shoot. Gandhi. I didn't. I didn't put any effort into it. But then again, I get the answers. Well, hopefully you did. I was going to say, you were the one who made the show. I'm the guy with the answers. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. So we're going to do Secular versus Solomon, uh, and then we've got some advice on Dear Life from the Path. People need help, and uh, we're here to provide that. Yeah, buddy. Okay, who, Okay. so uh, f- first question. Who, did, did, Dan, did you listen to the Kanye album? It, it, you didn't? <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust it. I support, I support him. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, hope, I hope he does some good stuff. I haven't listened. To but but it wasn't enough to convince you to go check it I've out. I've never listened to him before, so why would I suddenly <laughs> oh, yeah, now Jesus. That's so fair. that's going to make it different. I just, but he is who he is, and musically. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. Bova, did you check it out? Not at all. No. There was a nice Jim Neighbors album that came out that... Uh, who is Jim Neighbors? That's exactly, yeah, that's it. I tried to think of someone you probably wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, you succeeded in that. Wasn't, I definitely wasn't that don't Gomer know Pyle? Jim? Gomer Pyle? Yeah, and the old, yeah, yeah Gomer Pyle was Jim Neighbors, yeah. 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 What? That's before my time. Gomer Pyle makes music? Well, Gomer Pyle is in now, from... But, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's been dead for a while. Oh, he, buddy. Yeah. Well, hopefully he didn't just put out a new album. Jim Neighbors, would nev- Jim Neighbors would never betray Jesus. That's what I know. <laughs> Jim Neighbors from Beyond the Grave. Uh, okay. All no, right. I did not, I did not listen to this album. Didn't he come out onto the scene with like that song, Jesus Walks, yeah. and then went straight down from there? And then now we're we're hoping he's back up. I mean, I certainly hope so too. That'd be awesome. I just haven't listened to it, and I I don't. Well, are you saying that's a song I should enter the stage on on Sunday? No. Jesus walks. No, mistake. Dan, that's a terrible decision. Oh, it's a I don't, I'm telling you, I don't know. Yeah, no, do not. That's do why that. I asked. You, you walking out to any know. rap song is going to be confusing to everyone. Oh, I care about you as a friend, and that's why I'm saying that. Okay, all right. So you didn't check it out. I just I, I was wondering if it uh, a suburban house. Mom are you told are you rap fellas? You and you guys dig on it? Dig on rap? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the response was enough to answer the question. I'm sorry, esteemed gentlemen. Did you say, did we dig on the rap music? (laughs) Is it not a thing? I actually did listen to the whole Jesus is King album by Kanye West, and I thought it was pretty... Pretty all right. It's a very descriptive way to answer that, too. You know what? It's like, you know how, like, certain contemporary Christian rap artists try to be, like, sophisticated and culturally relevant? Yeah. Well, it was like the other way around. Like a culturally relevant guy tried to sound like total, utterly like cliche Jesus, and it was awesome. <laughs> I soaked nice. it in. Yeah. Cool. Well, all right. That's how my preaching is described quite often. <laughs> a culturally relevant man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally, I, Dan, I trying to it. be cliche. Trying to be cliche Jesus. <laughs> I I too like the raps, but I have not. <laughs> okay, I did not I say lo- the I, raps. I, I do enjoy the uh, the urban music. The, the urban. <laughs> it's uh, it's one of my favorites. The hippity hoppities, yeah. Uh, but I have not listened to the any comments. artists okay. from the inner city. Okay. They're my favorite. I, I just, I that was, is exactly what you sound like to all of us, Ben. I didn't say the raps. <laughs> He's made me into I went, a I went straight down to the Walmart, and I got myself the new raps album from that Kanye West. I think Ben probably had like five follow-up questions, and all he's right. just not going to have Not happening. <laughs> this is why he so. was preparing years ago. <laughs> we're, off, we're off to a slow start on that 18 minutes of good content. <laughs> oh, we got yeah, time. So that's why yeah, we have time. <laughs> this is why you didn't, you're not thinking about the right. If we have 18 minutes of good content, that means we have roughly 42 minutes of oh, terrible oof. content, of which Some we rough. are making awesome yeah. products. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> the glass of awful is half full already, <laughs> fellas. We're good. All right, let's, let's, re- let's, let's redeem yeah. the moment. Uh, let's, let's do this first. Um, 
let's hear something from the August Guns, and then we'll get to hear them a little bit more, uh, and we'll, we'll learn some more about them. So um, maybe, fellas, uh, first, if you can introduce yourselves, and then tell me about the tune that you're going to play. Sure. Oh, hi. <laughs> My name is Kirk Phillips. Uh, I play bass in the band The August Guns. And a little about myself, I, uh, um, I don't know. I didn't really think this far ahead. That was good. Like good job, Kirk. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my name's Royce Alanese. I play drums. And uh, I love Jesus and love life and love these two guys sitting next to me. And now you guys. Oh, That's great. awesome. Wow. Yes. We're all, you just, we're I you knew it. Love there. Wow. I knew all it. Right. <laughs> okay, Royce is good. Toast. Dove deeply into the pool of his heart and you're not coming up. Um, that got morbid real quick. <laughs> oh, I'm Micah. <laughs> did I just drown in yeah, love? What just you happened? did, yeah. Okay. In, in Royce's bottomless, unconditional love. Um, my name is Micah Smith, not to be confused with Mika Smith, which is how the <laughs> announcer at the last radio interview we did pronounced my name immediately after just pronouncing it right for did like you, 20 minutes. Did you say Micah first? Yeah. And he like let it run through his mind? But 20-minute convo, and then he hit the record button, and he like, we're here with Mika Smith. And I was like, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. Micah's um, heart's too big. I, I was going to say, were you polite enough to not correct the man? Yeah, I just, I just, just let it go. I've been called worse and deserved it, so I figured Ooh. that a little All right. All mispronounced right. name is not a big thing. But Fair yeah, enough. I... Uh, I I play guitar and sing, yell, etc. in the August Guns, and these two yokels are my um, man. They're my missing pieces. So, uh, about the song, right? yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. What's it? What's the name of yeah. the tune you're going to play? Tell so me a little bit about it. This song is one of the first that I wrote for the project. It's called Castles, and it's about how um, kind of we use idols to try and build our lives the way we want them to and really they just good coming through with what they promise so they don't yeah. hold they don't hold uh, right on all right so you're listening to live from the path this is the august guns with castles we built our castles on the shoreline to stand for all time we we raise them high our walls so strong we built them proud we built them wrong they crumble down 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 our cornerstones give way our mortar cannot
All right, man. That was the August Guns with Castles. Nice job, fellas. Thank you, guys. Thanks. That was great. So uh, if someone wanted to, uh, wanted to dig on that tune in the comforts of their own home, uh, how, might, how might they do that? Well, they would get on the World Wide Web. Ooh. And Fancy. Uh, it's, it's everywhere. It's on uh, Spotify, iTunes. You can go to www.theaugustguns.com. That redirects to our band camp because we don't have a real website. Um, and it streams there and where else? Gosh. On the Spotify's. Did I not say the Spotify's? Yeah, yeah I think it came up. Okay. Well, yeah, Spotify. Uh, that is off our very first EP called Salome. Check yourself. Wreck yourself. What year was that? 2016? Uh, it came out in 2016. Yeah. We recorded it in 2015. Yeah. That was before any of these two were in the band. Wow. Previous members. Okay, right on. Yeah, yeah. so you can, so uh, among other uh, tunes that are out there, you can go check that out. You go to theaugustguns.com. Don't worry. The redirect to the band camp is totally understandable, <laughs> and you can expect that. No problems at all. You can dig on that tune, uh, and you can pick it up on, it uh, sounds like, any place any reputable tunes can be found. Yes. Uh, so so I, we were talking before the show, and you were talking about some interesting recording experiences. Now, uh, does, this, does, does the story involve having recorded that tune? Did it happen during that time, or was it a different time? That was actually off the first EP, and that process went pretty smooth. Um, Recorded that in downtown Des Moines at a studio called The Establishment, and that was three days. Or so, um, super nervous because prior to this, I had never sung on any project in my life. So I was like, <laughs> um, "So yeah, I think that was the most difficult thing about it. But the the process, as far as of our three. That one was the list. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. So, so uh, tell me about. Um, um, it sounds like you had some other kind of recording adventures, some interesting times in the studios. Tell us a little bit about that. Shenanigans. Yeah. Um, so, our second EP, Light for Dark Places, was recorded at a little place called Ardent Studios in Memphis, Tennessee. Ardent is kind of a historic. Studio bands like Led Zeppelin, ZZ Top, Ocock. Who else was on? Skillet. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> that had some flair to it. I yeah. I don't know. There there were like people who I knew who they were, and they they had their gold records on the walls and super fancy. Um, but it was really like super state of the art. In 1977 or so, mm -hmm. <laughs> and now they they have some update equipment, but really the biggest thing, owl factor. Oh my gosh! Like, whole, like, um. So our producer booked hours of studio time for us, five songs. Knockout. I mean, that's still like uh, relatively speaking, that's still a lot. That's yeah, packing a lot is. into an eight-hour day. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we okay. were gonna go go hard and. Um, but then the sound engineer decided, oh, well, first off, okay, let me backtrack. So we drove from Iowa to Tennessee, and we got in at like 2 a.m. or something, and we wanted to be ready 
gung-ho to get on the record. So we were going to get up at 6 the next morning, just get up, get to the studio early, be set up. So our eight hours of time was going to be just we could get to work. Right. So we got up, and we got to the studio, and we waited, and we waited, waited some more. And this sound engineer who had to unlock and set everything up and do all that stuff was four hours late and oh my just i don't think he didn't apologize he didn't do anything he was just kind of like yeah hi and uh (laughs) yeah so of our eight hours that we booked to do these five songs we got four of them and we had to do five songs in four hours so that was not a pleasant experience we definitely drove home a lot of emotions going on that was yeah that was some intense prayer sweating blood uh to not if you listen you might kill that guy you might hear so. the panic in our voice yeah during the album <laughs> yeah <laughs> so. what's the wait what's what's the name of that album it's called light for dark places okay so if we listen to the light for dark places album there might be a little bit of uh sketchy nervousness going on yeah okay There's probably a hidden track with us like Crying or cursing out the sound guy or something like that. So, and it sounds like that was inspiration for the for the work. I mean, light and dark places. You were in a dark place. You were in light. I mean, it was a gift from God. I think you looked at this. Guy. Yeah, there <laughs> there was a breakthrough moment. I think. There, yeah, there I, was. I, yeah, just saying. That's kind of a common theme here, Dan. You notice how they tried to tag the show like it was off the rails when we were p- perfectly fulfilling what we said Doing would be exactly. bad radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> These fellas. <laughs> We appreciate that. (laughs) So obviously, I don't really know much about the industry or how that works out when you book that kind of hours. Like, is there nothing you can do about like telling the dude, "Hey, you were four hours late. You now stay four hours later." Oh, oh, okay. So, so our producer called the the owner of the studio and was like, "Hey, this happened." And the guy's like, "Well, he, uh, I didn't pay him for the full eight hours, and that was the 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 recompense for that." And I think that somehow we got booked. They booked us a hotel room to try and make up for it. But, like, we, being the people that we are, we have a very limited amount of time to do this. So there was, like, no way that we could get right. that back. So it actually pushed the release of that album back months and months and months because yeah. uh, we kept having to trade files and redo stuff and all this stuff because we didn't get the work done that we wanted gotcha. to. Gotcha. It was a huge pain in the butt. Yeah. Doesn't sound. Oh, I just figured I'd ask because I didn't know if there was anything. Like, I don't know if it's just something about being a small band going and doing that care or if they actually tried to that. Yeah, that was could have definitely been the mindset i mean they're a big pretty big establishment so they might not have taken us right all, but. No. well that's rough there, there wasn't any of this yeah we were big in the 70s about you today. <laughs> man well that's i've had that happen to me I you were it. big in the seventies. No, and now no, you don't care about people. Today? No, that was I was I was <laughs> going. Your deal, we don't need you. I was going no, through the KFC, way. and the guy running the KFC window had that very attitude, like he was big in the seventies. We're, we're, we're the KFC. <laughs> we're we're, we're the by initials. Do you have any idea who we are? Yeah, <laughs> that's actually do. I said, "Where's my? Where's we'll spit on your chicken? We don't care for your business. Where's my two pieces of white, uh, 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 white, white meat?" And he goes, uh, "Do you even know who you're dealing with?" <laughs> I'm the hey man. I you're work the for two the piece of white meat, and you play with the raps music. That's you today. <laughs> Are oh, we man. part of the Popeyes Chick Fil A war? No, we're bigger we're KFC. Than that. We're part of Young Brands. We've been around since like 1813. We don't care about you. Yeah, we were bringing this up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
This chicken was. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> this chicken is from 1973. It's been in the back of our pressure fryer since the 70s. What are you doing? It went gold in 73, <laughs> green in 83, and now we're back <laughs> and around. <I> back. <laughs> Golden um, and extra crispy. So, for folks that aren't, that aren't familiar with the band, to tell us a little bit about the name. So the name came from a book. I am a nerd, so I was reading a book called The Guns of August. Oh, I thought that was the name of the ba- the book. Is that what you oh, thought? I was oh, interested yes. that it was called I am a nerd, the book. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Okay. I thought you were in a gym like, looking at the I guns. How have I never read this book August, before? Sorry. Okay. Band. okay, sorry. Continue. 20 things happening right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting the flow for it. Yeah. So the book is called The Guns of August. It's about World War One. It's kind of a dry book, but it, I'm I'm nerdy, so I was like, nah, let's read about the Balkan powder keg and you know nationalism and all these different things between like Germany and France and stuff like that. And so, what resonated with me about that was that the state or the condition of Europe was that it was so tense that like something was going, something yeah. had to change. And that resonated with me because that's where I was at in my life. I knew that something had to change. Something was going to blow up. Something was going to happen. Had to happen. So that's, and I rearranged the words, and I like the flow of the August guns. So that's that's a great story. Yeah. Like the, the, like, uh, the, the, the anticipation that something had to change in your, and, and with the, I, I guess like the interesting thought that like, um, in what way it will change is is kind of TBD, right? Like, based upon where you're at in that environment, yeah. um, it required fight, it required battle uh, to come out on the, on the other side, and something that that even could possibly be conceived as a victory, and it didn't mean you didn't have to go through something to get there. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Never heard you say it that way before. Yeah, I think. Told you, I've been practicing since. Yeah. I think we're having a breakthrough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it, we'll just have you come in twice a week for the next <laughs> two months, and I feel like we're really making some progress. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on a sec. I'm kind of upset about the fact that there's... To write it, though? Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. After Vulcan Powder Keg, I don't think I'm the right guy to write it. That's, a cool, uh, that's a cool band name, powder too. Keg. Vulcan Powder Keg. <laughs> yeah. sounds like a sweet name. I think it's Vulcan. I think it's yeah, the Vulcan. It, it is. Oh, so it I is heard Vulcan. Not, like, but, Vulcan. I went an extra level of nerd. <laughs> but Vulcan Powder Keg, that's Vulcan why you have to write. <laughs> Man, I knew they were time travelers, <laughs> but I didn't know they were involved in that stuff. <laughs> the Vulcans sweet. just... They suppress their emotions, so everybody's just really pissed off. That's what happens. And eventually the whole race collapses. Spock actually finds emotions. Yeah. Okay, if you're playing along at the home game, you didn't realize that there was a break in the show, but uh, I just gave the fourth wall away for free. You're very welcome. Uh, we're having technical problems. I blame it primarily on Booba. We're cool like Deadpool. We have fourth wall breaks. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're back in. Uh, hey, we're hanging out uh, with the August Guns. Remember, you can check them out. Uh, go to theaugustguns.com. Uh, and so, wait, wait uh, back, to the, back to the book. You recommend the book? Uh, I do if you are a nerd. I do if you like history. Um yeah, I do. Dry history, apparently. Yeah, sure. yeah. If you're the boring sort. Yeah. If you, <laughs> who like okay, a, Ben is going to go a, by today. <laughs> ben, I see it up on your uh, your computer here on your Amazon. <laughs> I said, basically his description, it said a little dry, not super entertaining, but okay, nerdlinger type. I thought, heck yeah. yeah. It made, <laughs> it's probably out of my recommendation <laughs> list. Know what to get Ben for Christmas. There you go. <laughs> Some I can't music. do it. Don't tease me, Booba. I, I'm, I'm, I'm already, I'm five books deep. 
And I promise, I swore this year I would not buy any more books because I cleaned up That's my Kindle backlog. I'm saying, backlog. I'll buy you a book. I ordered five. I'm, f- I'm five back again. You already, <laughs> already failed to this. Don't tell me. Here's the well, deal. Well, then what's six? My wife doesn't listen to the show, and so she doesn't know that yet. Thankfully. <laughs> Luckily, she doesn't check it out. Uh, all right. <laughs> now so, I have to tell her. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, here's the deal. Quick, quick poll. Buva doesn't get to speak to it. So let's say you're a guy who runs a late-night radio program on Monday nights. And let's say on your way to said radio program on Monday nights, you stop at the Quick Trip and get yourself a very watered-down decaf coffee and whatever specialty item might be on sale at the Quick Trip that day, like a cookie filled with strawberry filling and lemon or something, because you think to yourself, I don't want to miss out. What if it's really good? Dan, you know what I'm talking about so far? Yeah, yeah. I'm okay, working. okay. I'm assuming this is purely hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just, yeah. just spitting something out into the ether and seeing what lands. Okay, so let's say you're this cat. And you do this, say, every week. And then let's say you're in a, a social situation with a friend of yours, a pseudo-friend, a kind of a friend, <laughs> uh, and your wife. And he decides to start telling a story about how you stop and you get what he very well knows said wife will find to be a worthless and unfruitful purchase. <laughs> and he just says, hey, let me tell you this thing about your husband, about how he buys this decaf coffee and this specialty donut slash cookie item. Every time. Every time. Now, let me just, just a quick poll, fellas. Cool or not cool? I'd say it's cooler than cool. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. I'd say cold. that's ice cold. Ice yes. Cold. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyone else care to weigh in on this one? Hey, man, I'm sorry you have a weird FOMO about the Quick Trip's gross stuff that might be gone. Here's the deal. Like a strawberry lemonade cookie. That's disgusting. How will I know unless you I try it? You could just man. know that strawberry lemonade cookies are not a confection that you need to eat. <laughs> you They're, say that, but they are... I am a 400-pound man, and I didn't eat the strawberry lemonade cookie. They're, what don't I eat, Ben? Here's I, They were finger-licking tasty. They're, they're, yeah, that's they're, because you just got banged <laughs> from the green moldy KFC and you were thinking about finger licking good. It was good. Their roller grill hot dogs are like the Cadillac of processed it's, meats. Yeah. So, yeah. Cadillac of processed meats. <laughs> yeah. They taste like feet in a dumpster fire. I don't know what you're talking about. Delicious feet Delicious in a dumpster feet. fire. <laughs> I don't think that was processed from an actual animal. <laughs> we're big in this <laughs> Man, I'm sorry. Huge. I'm sorry that I did that to you. It wasn't intentional. As I you're, as you're making it seem. I re- see now. I have to now. When I leave the house, I say goodbye, goodbye, darling. And she looks at me and says, "You're going to stop at the quick trip." And I, I mildly curse your name. Whatever biblically <laughs> cursing is available, I do you that. You brood of vipers! <laughs> I say, yeah. Is that what you yell at me? Yeah. <laughs> who who told you to flee <laughs> from the coming wrath? Just want my strawberry lemonade. Is your god out there peeing? Oh. He recites the Is whole he chapter. Using the lavatory? Come on, Isaiah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All or, right. No, not Isaiah. Excuse me, Ezekiel. No. Elijah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I'm all over the place. Keep, Elijah. Keep naming him. <laughs> Just keep going through. Ezekiel eats the poop bread. Yeah, Ezekiel eats the eats the poop bread and and walks around in the nude. Yeah. It's it's he's probably not in the nude. The way it describes it means he probably could have had a pair of undergarments on. But either way, he's next to he nude. Some cover. He sounds like the crazy old man in the neighborhood that like get off my lawn. So he's out. He's in his tidy whities and. Oh, you kid! One. Get out of here! Sorry. Buva, you're supposed to be my side man when I'm doing technical I was, work I was wondering if you, sp- you stopped the show for another fourth wall break. 
and then you didn't look back at me. So no, I was in the I was in the middle. You gave of me something. like fifteen seconds to respond. Okay, Come sorry, on. sorry. I, I was I was elongating my apology to you, and then telling everyone that I need to read my Bible more. Apparently, I can't. I just. I mean, that's sorry, the yeah, yeah, that's right. And it's now, gonna be great on the uh, for America's fastest growing exactly game show. This part. Secular or Solomon? I'm, I'm the king. That guy Dan's looks so secular. That's actually a picture of Dan. Here's the deal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at them bounce. Yeah, buddy. Maybe, you're, maybe you don't know this, but you've wandered into America's fastest growing internet game show, Asterix Unproven. <laughs> secular versus Solomon. Here's the premise of the game. All right, I'm going to give you a, uh, a bit of wisdom. A bit of wisdom. And we, basically, we need to figure out uh, what the world is telling us and what the Bible is telling us, and we'll see if you know the difference. Now, a few caveats. Uh, secular Solomon, if, you, if Solomon, if it's a biblical answer, it may or may not be Solomon. All right? The bit of wisdom could have come from somebody else in the Bible. But generally speaking, it's a Solomon, Solomon-esque answer. It could wander into Ecclesiastes, although it's debatable whether Ecclesiastes is actually set up just to be a farce, uh, of which the end just basically says, uh, that's why we trust in the Lord at the end. Either way, it's fair game. That was good, though. It could show up. <laughs> Preach it. Yeah, right on. <laughs> so, uh, all right, so I'm going to give you this bit of wisdom. You're going to tell me secular Solomon. If it's secular, we have to know. We've got to root it out, Dan. We've got to find it and figure out where this is coming from, and so you're going to give me the country of origin. Dan, I'm swinging around to you so I can't cheat. No, I, don't, I think I'm good. I don't have that great of eyesight. Okay. All right, you guys ready? Let's I'm ready. Do it. All right, here we go. So here we go. All right, uh, starting, uh, let's see, let's start with Micah. Secular or Solomon, he who goes to bed hungry dreams of pancakes. He who goes to bed hungry dreams of pancakes, secular or Solomon. Man, uh, say that. There's no punishment, Micah. Okay, good. <laughs> Points don't mean anything. Okay. <laughs> It's all meaningless. Ah, tying it back. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that's got to be secular with the pancakes. Where's it, where's it coming from? Uh, Denny's. That's not a country. Okay. Country of origin. Doggone it. Oh. I got to right. explain the rules. It's got to be a country. Country okay. of origin. It's got to be. Secular Epcot Center. <laughs> Still my favorite of Dan's. I don't know, America, I don't know. Okay, Mike. The country <laughs> okay, of America. Right. Okay, there's no reason, that, there's no consequences, Mike. The like, United States of America. There we go. Okay, there You're we go. You're taking on a lot of pressure you no. do not need to take on. Take All right, it. here we go. Secular Solomon from the uh, uh, Royce Kirk combination. He who goes to bed hungry dreams of pancakes. Secular Solomon. Say secular. Okay. Country of origin? Country, fellas, fellas, we can't be here for two hours on this game now. Country of origin. It's Canada. Okay, okay. Dang it. Canada. Yeah. You're both. No, that's good. I was totally going to say Canada. Yeah, now totally makes like sense. Dan, secular Solomon. All right. For the waffles. And, uh, <laughs> Pre-waffle Belgium. Pre-waffle, and they were getting really wise, and the waffles came later. I, de- I mean, okay. you, uh, your reasoning can't be denied. Uh, Buva, secular sec- Solomon. Secular Netherlands. Secular the Nederlander. He who goes to bed hungry dreams of pancakes. It is indeed secular Malta. Malta? Malta. Malta. They eat pancakes in Malta? Oh, man, what shame has been brought upon your house? Where's Malta? <laughs> yeah, it is. 
I yep. believe so, yes. It is. Uh, Isn't it an island, co- like an a- island nation in the Mediterranean? Mm. I believe so. Yeah. 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 All right. At least. I'll ask Carmen San Diego. It doesn't matter. Here we go. <laughs> Secular or Solomon? Leave your simple ways and live and walk in the way of insight. Leave your simple ways and live and walk in the way of insight. Secular or Solomon? Royce Kirk. Solomon. Solomon. Deuce. They're in for Solomon. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, a pre-divided kingdom. I do accept Israel as an answer. Dan. Yeah, yeah, Solomon. He's in for Solomon. Bova. We go Solomon, Proverbs 6. Oh, taking a stab at the section and Micah. Solomon, faux show. Yep. Leave your simple ways and live and walk in the way of insight is indeed Solomon, Proverbs 9, 5. Oh, oh it's like you, six. You know, Bova, technically you didn't go over. <laughs> oh, is this the prices right now with, uh, with Proverbs? I think one dollar. Proverbs 10 and over, I would have missed. Here we go. <laughs> Secular or Solomon. Whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense, but a man of understanding remains silent. Whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense, but a man of understanding remains silent. Secular or Solomon. Dan Hudson. I refuse. <laughs> is it because you're tempted to belittle silent. me? Because of my understanding. He's under- his understanding makes him remain silent. That's what the verse says. Dan, maybe you should answer. Solomon. <laughs> Bova. I go Solomon, Proverbs 11. Bova's uh, in with Proverbs 11. Micah. Solomon, $1. <laughs> He's paying an American currency in a foreign country. The exchange rate's going to be rough. Uh, Royce Cork. Solomon. All right, everyone's in for Solomon. That's uh, whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense, but a man of understanding remains silent. It is indeed Solomon, Proverbs 11. Proverbs eleven twelve. That was on the nose, yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah. Pride cometh before the fall, Bova. Yep. That's uh, what I'm going to get. Secular or Solomon. Bargain like a gypsy, pay like a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Bargain like a gypsy, but oh, pay like a gentleman. Secular or Solomon, Bova. Uh, secular Bohemia. Secular ancient Bohemia. Micah. Uh, secular, and I'm going to go with Germany. Boy, that's, uh, that's insulting. If you are listening from our German, German listeners, we, I really I, apologize. I'm, I'm German. I, I didn't realize he was going to be like this. <laughs> and so I very much apologize. Nine. Nine. <laughs> this, is, this is what comes with being worldwide, Bova. I'm, I'm German, and I'm offended. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. All right, I'm not okay. a gypsy. <laughs> secular Germany. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Kirk Royce combination, uh, secular Solomon. Bargain like a gypsy, but pay like a gentleman. Uh, secular and... Man, Europe. We're just not hitting it in Europe. <laughs> There's a lot of gypsies. It's secular and it's in Switzerland. Royce is a tender soul. He went with Switzerland. Again, it's a European problem. Dan Hudson. Yeah, yeah, I'm going secular. I'm going to go with the Baltic states. You know what? I'm going to take that. I'm going to accept the Baltic states. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bargain like a gypsy. <laughs> But paid like a gentleman. Uh, uh, what, before I give you the country or the answer here, is uh, one, is this good advice? We think this is good advice? Bargain like a gypsy, but what like a gentleman? Pay like a gentleman. Pay like a gentleman? Yeah. yeah. Sure, I guess. I think I so. <laughs> Dan says, that's my How does a gypsy <laughs> bargain? <laughs> Every time you buy a car. Fleetingly? Well, you know, I guess. As possible, and then go Yeah, am I supposed it. to assume that gypsies are good at, at bargaining? Yeah, yeah. Okay. In fact, that guilt? doesn't that doesn't have such a negative connotation. Uh, a lot of times, people if, are calling you like a cheap. It seems negative, but if right. you say bargain like a gypsy, it just you're seems like you're good at it. You're a nomad yeah. if you're a gypsy. Yeah. In okay. A bad way. I have a ton of fun in, in 
Probably in Harare, but there's a big market there, and, and uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll go after it on stuff. That's and true. Then, and yeah. then you, you agree to a price, and like, all right, here you go. Haggling at no like markets as an American like person yeah. is fun. That's what they call Dan in Zimbabwe. They the, call him the gypsy, the well, white gypsy. The gypsy gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> you think as he walks through under hushed tones, all of these Zimbabwean people are going, ooh, the white gypsy. The white gypsy's here. <laughs> I don't white believe that's happening. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask him. Next time we see, uh, who's that nice gentleman we, we interviewed? That was in here. Zebedee. Next time Zebedee's in town, I'm going to ask him if they, they refer to you as the white gypsy. And if they don't, I'm going to ask that he start it. <laughs> how's, hey, how's, is that church going well? It's going awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 We should check out. Okay. Wait, no, never mind. We'll come back to it. Uh, hungry. Secular hungry. <laughs> if you wish. That's basically Bohemia. Yeah. Bargain like a gypsy, pay like a gentleman. That's uh, secular hungry. All right. Here we go. Secular or Solomon. Uh, whoever is slothful will not roast his game. But the diligent man will get precious wealth. Whoever is slothful will not roast his game. But the diligent man will get precious wealth. Secular or Solomon? Micah. Solomon. He's in for Solomon. Kirk slash Royce. Joel Osteen. <laughs> then, uh, boy, Solomon. Let's, let's go, oh, oh, oh that, buddy. That mistake is going to come in rough. <laughs> okay, all right. Kirk's reaffirming. Dan Hudson. It, it is Solomon. It's in the vegan Bible in Lamentations, vegan though, because Bible. one of them died. Vegan Bible. But it is, it is, it is Lamentations. Dan <laughs> says it's, they've raised a lament. Yes. An anthem of lament. Okay. Bova. Uh, Solomon, and I go Proverbs 7. Whoever is slothful will not roast his game, but the diligent man will get precious wealth. Secular Solomon, there's indeed Solomon, Proverbs 12, 27. Yeah. 12, 27. Didn't go over. Bova. There's an arc to Proverbs. You should have smelled chapter 12 coming. I, that's what I was going to say. I, I didn't hear wisdom, and so I should have automatically... If there wasn't wisdom or folly or fool, it should have automatically been in the text. Yeah, here we go. Uh, boy, if this is not a freebie, I don't know what is. A scoffer does not like to be reproved. He will not go to the wise. A scoffer does not like to be reproved. He will not go to the wise. Secular or Solomon. Roy slash Kirk. Solomon. Solomon. Dan. Mike Foost. He's saying it's possibly coming from the absent Mike Foost. Solomon. Solomon. Solomon, Proverbs 16. Ooh, Proverbs 16. Micah. Got to go with Salamander. He loves that. <laughs> it's his favorite nickname. It's basically what his name is in the Hebrew, except for, you know, without the vowels. Yeah. Uh, Scoffer does, like does not like to be reproved. He will not go to the wise. That is indeed Solomon, Proverbs 15, 12. Ah, so close. 15, 12. Here we go, secular or Solomon. When you go to a donkey's house, don't talk about ears. When you go to a donkey's house, don't talk about ears. Secular or Solomon. Where did I leave off? Dan. Dan Hudson. Oh, dear me. Uh, well, it's, it's secular. I'm trying to read carefully. Uh, about this donkeys? Is, this Poland. What? <laughs> you tread carefully, so you go Poland? <laughs> it's the Poles. That's what it is. Are the Polish treading carefully? Polish donkeys are prickly people. They really they don't. Are. Look, I mean, they'll get offended real easy. <laughs> the donkeys. The donkeys. Hey, it got worse. Don't ask Dan for further yeah, explanation. Exactly. No clarification. You were treading I, water with Poland. We're talking donkeys. I blame you, Booba. This You know better than this. That's probably about point. Dan I, is who I he is. I did ask for exposition. <laughs> it was my fault. I have a reason for everything I say. Don't ask it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to go secular, and I'm going to go Morocco. 
Move us in with Morocco. Uh, when you go to a donkey's house, don't talk about ears. Secular Solomon Micah. Secular, uh, let's go Egypt. Could be in Egypt. Royce slash Kirk. Could be secular Saudi Arabia. Are we just thinking donkeys are all from one place in the world, guys? Mm. No. Oh. going secular Guatemala. Whoa. 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 Hey, there's, there's dissent. Whoa. Yeah, Ben Whoa. translated it on that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. When you go to a donkey's house, don't talk about ears. Uh, again, uh, good advice, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. I, I don't think we should assume that the, the ears aren't the pride of the donkey. Right. Why doesn't the donkey like its ears? Here's what I know. I visit my wife's grandma's house. She wants me to bring up her hair. Oh, man. She wants you to say, hey. That's a pretty blue. You've done something great. That's <laughs> a pretty blue. <laughs> Dan, you're going to get this man in trouble like I already did. Oh, got him. That's a pretty blue there, Pearl. Oh, oh. oh Agnes. <laughs> your silver hair shines in the moonlight. Oh, Dan never ceases to surprise me <laughs> on Secular Solomon. Anyway. You're the best part of the show, Dan. Yeah. Anyway. I'm just saying, like, the donkey might be super proud of his ears. Yeah, that's true. I would be. We're like, hey, you look weird. He's like, I look like me. Please, right. bring, please bring it up. <laughs> I at least look like what a donkey is supposed to look like. You look like a possum. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. saying I don't know if I don't know if I buy this or not. I don't think the donkey's a shameful character. I think he's prideful. I think he loves his own stuff and struts it. And I think he wants you to bring it up. All right. Huh. Where's it from? Uh, so when you go to a donkey's house, don't talk about ears. It is indeed secular Jamaica. What Jamaica? Yeah, yeah. they're courteous people. Know. They're courteous people. <laughs> Don't I suppose that's a good here. stereotype to have. Uh, all right, here we go. Secular or Solomon sees opportunity by the beard, for it is oh. bald behind. Sees opportunity <laughs> by the beard, for it is bald behind. Oh, Secular man. or it Solomon. It is what? Bald. bald. Yeah, you got to yeah. grab bald. by the beard. Nothing to no hair to grab onto yeah, as it yeah. goes past you. Got it. Yeah, got it. yeah. Uh, there we go. Uh, secular or Solomon. Uh, Where did I leave off? Booba. Booba. Secular China. Interesting. An it's interesting not, thought. It's not that I don't interesting. Know why that's funny. Yeah, why is it funny, Dave? I don't know. <laughs> why are you giggling over here that I said secular China? I don't know. I don't know. I was just thinking of some bald bearded dude it. from China. What's wrong with that? I'm going to ponder it. it. I'm going to ponder it in my heart, Booba. <laughs> it's going to be Ben's Magnificat. All right. Uh, <laughs> Micah, seize opportunity by the beard for it is bald behind. That's got to be them bald dudes from Greece. Secular. You got a bald man. He's he's from Greece. Yeah. He sold his hair in the economic strife. Yeah. All right, Royce. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going secular Ireland. Ooh. Ooh. Intriguing. <laughs> I don't know. Just with the weird, arbitrary reactions to certain countries. Oh. Anything that's not China is probably going to get a good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. China. He's <laughs> the funniest hey. answer I've heard. We didn't even make it past the censor wall in China. Ireland, however, we reign free. Kirk. Uh, I'm going to guess uh, China as well. It has a very confusing Bam! Ring to it. I'm a supporter. Hey, just just because you have a bandwagon doesn't mean you're driving in the right direction. A lot of people went down. I feel good about a couple people. <laughs> what? See, uh, a lot of people went down on the Titanic. This is two on the ship doesn't mean you're safe. Are you against yeah, ships you in general just Solomon because right there was now. a yeah. ship that went down a hundred years ago? <laughs> it's like... Book of Dan. Uh, seize opportunity, Dan, seize opportunity by the beard for it is bald behind. That is secular, and we're going to go with Scotland. Ooh. 
I, call, I consider that an Ireland bandwagon. If it falls under or has ever fallen under the United Kingdom, uh, it falls into me. Okay. Uh, Sees opportunity by the beard for it is bald behind that is secular Bulgaria. Bulgaria. I hold that that's close to China. Hold away. (laughs) (laughs) It's Eastern Europe. Secular or Solomon. Two more. A man is commended according to his good sense, but one of twisted mind is despised. A man is commended according to his good sense, but one of twisted mind is despised. Secular or Solomon? Micah. Solomon, bruh. He's in with Solomon. Kirk slash Royce. Oh, with Solomon on this one, buddy. Solomon in. Royce. It's, the, it's, it's filling up. The, the Solomon pot's filling up. Dan, what do you got? Yeah, I'm jumping on board that uh, the train right there. I'm going Solomon. He's in. Bova. Solomon, Proverbs 18. Okay. All right, Bova's doubled down. Whoever uh, man is commended. Here's the deal. This is not really a bit of wisdom. This feels like a very common sense thing to say. A man is a commended according to his good sense, but if you're a twisted mind, people despise you. Like, of, of all this uh, Solomonic wisdom, Solomonic. where you think, hey, I should change my behavior to match this. This is wise. I, it's just I feel like he phoned this one like in. Me. Well, yeah. I mean, one through nine is be wise and don't be a fool, a fool right. pretty much. Right, one, get wisdom. Two, get wisdom. <laughs> Three, get wisdom. Uh, this Nine, is, personification of wisdom and folly. If you are dating hundreds of women at the same time, though, I feel like at some point your mind stops firing on all cylinders, and this is probably... Yeah, Thanks, bad. Solomon. That's yeah. Bad. Woman this, 87. This is the queen of the south. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that is indeed Solomon. <laughs> Proverbs 12. What did you say? 16? I said 18. Okay. Well, if you got to move the camera, you're going to stand up like that. Why? Uh, I, I, want, I want it on my impressive, my impressive body. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not getting your best features, but I'm not saying I am either. Hey, how about you just don't say anything? <laughs> I already spoke to it. Secular cool Solomon. Uh, under capitalism, man exploits man. Under socialism, the reverse is true. Under capitalism, man exploits man. Under socialism, the reverse is true. Probably Solomon, but we'll, let's go through the go through the framework here. <laughs> Secular Solomon, uh, Kirk. Uh, um, yes. Uh, secular. Secular India, Royce. And uh, secular Canada, the big Canada. They aspire to live it. Dan. Uh, it's secular. Donald Trump. Seems the Russian connection. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Dan. Dan's, Dan's voting. Way to weigh in there. on that one. Dan's <laughs> voting with dotted lines. Uh, you know what? I accept. Move up next. <laughs> secular Russia. Okay, secular <laughs> Russia. And uh, Micah. He's secular Russia. Yeah. <laughs> We're all in. Here's the deal. If it was coming from a socialist country, again, it wouldn't have made it out of the blockade, boys. It wouldn't be worldwide wisdom. It was after the USSR. This one, I find India to be a very, very reasonable answer. Uh, ultimately wrong, though. Under capitalism, man exploits man, semicolon. Under socialism, the reverse is true. It is indeed secular Poland. Oh. Man, Dan, you should have guessed Poland again. I was off. I was off. Who, who said that, though? The Polish, the Polish people. guy. <laughs> Someone from Pol. It sounds like a very specific. I'm trying to remember where Marx was. Uh, he's Russian, right? Marx, Marx writes from Russia. Huh? Yeah. That's why I guessed Russia. All right, hey, 
Here's the deal. Uh, I hope I'm right. I would give you the outro music, but there's some technical things. That's just not going to happen for you. But, uh, hey, thanks for hanging out with America's fastest-growing asterisk uh, not-true internet game show, <laughs> Secular versus Solomon. Hey, if you want to check out more clips, uh, there's been tons of other folks in here playing the show. Uh, go to uh, lifeinthepath.org. Just do a search for Secular v. Solomon, and uh, there's probably 50 episodes out there we can go check out and uh, test your test your knowledge. Uh, on the home game and see how well you do on uh, on knowing it. And uh, and here's the deal. Maybe if you you stunk at it, uh, let's pick up ten scriptures, man. Start digging on the proverbs. Start there. Proverbs, Psalms. Read one a day. Uh, take you 150 days. You really make some progress in your life. Maybe pick one of those up uh, and get wisdom. Hey, if uh, if I ever run for president, can we go ahead and take those off the internet? Yeah, it's um, probably a good idea, Dan. Yeah, pretty much. We should probably eliminate the last ten years if you run for president. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. We've had a, a number of artists come through the show. And have improved their station greatly from when they were in here, and have asked me to take off evidence of them being on the program. Now, it that's what we look forward to for you guys. They tried to make it sound like, "Oh, hey, we really grew in our music," and I'm just not familiar. I just don't like the music I was putting out. I think that was the way of saying, "Look, your show embarrasses me." <laughs> and uh, we more like people to- Google me now, and I really need that not to show yes. up. Yes, yeah. And so I did. I took the, the the episodes down, and well, their musical performances left the episodes up, and then I started tagging them in a bunch of other episodes that they were not in to take advantage of their recent fame. <laughs> Your champion. It felt right. It yeah. felt morally it felt right. Okay. It was right. It was. I mean, I felt. I, I thought. I did it, and I thought to myself, Ben, you've gotten wisdom. They're part of the family. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Grandma would like it. That's right. C- certainly, this guy hair. <laughs> Sounds like the parable of the shoe. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's right. That's right. I invested it. Come back tenfold. <laughs> Buva buried his in the sand, like an emu. Hey, man, it's still there. <laughs> Isn't that the point? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, come on. Give me some credit here. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Hey, you're listening live from the path. Thanks for hanging out with us. Let's do, uh, let's do another tune. Uh, what's next on the docket, fellas? Uh, this is a song called Seasons. This is also from that very first EP, Salome. And this is about God being faithful through the various seasons of life. And it's really pretty much taken from, I think, First Peter... Gave the spiel. I think it's two. Talking about um, all flesh is like grass and flowers of the field that withers, but the word of the Lord stands forever. Yeah, um, right on. Yeah. Okay, awesome. That was inspiration for you. Right, well, you're, you're listening to Live from the Path. Uh, this is the August Guns with Seasons. grass and flowers of the field it withers and falls down but my word never yields seasons will come yeah seasons will go and I stay the same Come, yes, seasons will go. I stay the same. Seasons will come, yes, seasons will go. I stay the same. Seasons will come, yes, seasons will go.
Enduring life grows in me Of imperishable seed Seasons will come, yeah, seasons will go not stay the same Seasons will come, yeah, seasons will go not stay the same Seasons will come, yeah, seasons will go not stay the same Seasons will come, yeah, seasons will go Seasons changing Seasons change Seasons changing Seasons will come, yeah, seasons will go Not stay the same Seasons will come, yeah, seasons will go Hey man, that's I love that song. Glad you like it. Yeah. Thanks. We love it too. I dug that. That was actually really pretty, guys. Like, <laughs> I, sometimes when when bands come in here, I just it, it feels weird with with the small setting and stuff like that. But like that really just resonated with me really well. Like in this setting, I like that a lot. I actually write all of the songs on either acoustic guitar, or piano. So all of these. Like our full band is loud, raucous, punk rock, right. LA, whatever. But everything starts off like bulky and pretty and, and stuff <laughs> like that. So and then it just destroy crazy. it. And then we take what is beautiful and we light it on fire. That's what I love usually. Yeah. That's kind of the stuff that I dig <laughs> on it, is the lit on fire stuff with our pyromaniacal audience or pyromaniacal audience. Yeah, trying to find our demographic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs>
<laughs> that like is a very specific <laughs> to light topic. stuff on fire. We, if uh, you are interested in arson and yeah. <laughs> all kinds of fire things, we got you. I dig it. No, that was really good. I like that a lot, guys. Cool. So, uh, again, you can check that out. Go to theaugustguns.com and also uh, streaming available for download and purchase anytime uh, or any place legit music is sold. I was going to say, I know for a matter of fact, you guys are on YouTube music. So if you pay for YouTube, you're on there. Are on the YouTubes. Yes. We're also on like you have 15 subscriber channels that nobody uses, like Deezer. Y'all ever heard of Deezer? Sure. Nope. Yeah. Never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Of course, Ben has. Okay. One. Yeah. <laughs> I have that's, music on Deezer, so that's a thing. <laughs> I notice it rhymes it. with geezer. Yeah. Oh man, Just, Royce. Royce, what happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I felt we had made a connection. <laughs> Really hope, I really hope Weezer has music on Deezer, just because I think that's Yeah, Royce, it rhymes with Weezer. Oh, that, that's, that's what I said. You guys didn't hear that? Yeah, I heard Weezer. Yeah. I felt like a hug again. Okay, I'm back. You felt like a hug again? <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> All right, you're listening live from the path. Uh, okay, here, let's do this. Uh, let's, the show's winding down here. Let's, uh, let's dole out some advice. You ready? Oh, buddy. Okay. Dear, live from the path. I'm seven and a half months pregnant, living with my fiance, his cousin, his cousin's girlfriend, and her little brother, wow. who she has custody of. He'll be 18 in a few months. Uh, I do all the house cleaning and have for the last year and a half. I constantly pick up after them after work. The cousin's girlfriend, Queen Slob, is the worst of the bunch. She doesn't clean up after herself at all. She leaves the trail, drops her purse on the table, doesn't throw away her trash, and leaves dirty dishes everywhere. I've tried not picking up after Queen Slob and everyone else. But they're either so dumb or inconsiderate that they don't put two and two together and realize it's not magic and someone is cleaning up after them. How do I nicely express that I'm fed up with being the only one who keeps the house clean without coming off like a crazy pregnant lady? I'm running out of energy. I've been trying to clean for my baby shower, but I'm getting nowhere because every time I clean something, I have to do it again the next day. I also can't get the house ready for the arrival of the baby. It's not going to be fair to my baby if mommy has to clean up someone's mess before I feed him. Help. That's ridiculous. That's really upsetting. Uh, I feel like you and your fiance need to kind of tag team this situation um, and have a conversation with everybody, even if he's a part of the problem. Because if they think that you're just some crazy pregnant lady, like his job is to help with that and make sure that he talks to his cousin and his cousin's girlfriend and their son, uh, that they all need to grow up and take care of themselves. And uh, it should not be up to your seven and a half month pregnant self to clean up the entire house. That's ridiculous. Lady, I feel like you're in, in hot water if you're reaching out to uh, <laughs> the radio station to dig through the hour for that 18 minutes of good. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. I feel like there's a deeper issue going on here than just the house cleaning. That's it. There might good. be. What's the deeper issue? What yeah. do you think? Very vague. But hey, let's have it. Here, Dan, Dan's got it. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're doing everything wrong. All right. Okay. Married. Get married. Get that done. Get rid of everybody else. I don't know who whose name's on the lease. I don't know whoever's not on the lease. Get out. Get out. Dan's cleaning the place. Mm-hmm. Clean the. Pl- I mean, literally. Get, get the- him out. Yep. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Uh, you need to, you need out. But but first, you got to get your spiritual life in order. Get, get to God. You got to figure out God. Figure out Christ. Get married. Already done everything else. You got that going. Great. Children are a blessing from the Lord. Enjoy that child. But man, you owe that child a peaceful home, and you're not going to give it to that child until you get some stuff lined up. So, yeah. Jesus, get cleaned up. Kick out everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need four kids already. 
Let's start yeah. with the one. Exactly. Uh, it's not your job to to, uh, to handle that. Uh, here's the deal. You're talking people that are old enough to handle themselves. Um, yeah. 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 I don't care if they're related and cousins and all of those stuff. Right. Whatever. Whatever. It's on. You're out. Okay. Booba, anything else? You good? No, I dig it. Okay. All right. Fellas? I feel like, yeah, you definitely got to communicate those boundaries and let them have the consequences if they don't and not just live in filth because if they're cool with living in filth, whatever, but you don't respect our house then you can get out yeah it sounded like a very passive aggressive approach that yeah. she's taken um like did she say that she's mentioned this to them at all do they have any idea how she feels about it is that what she said i couldn't remember uh it sounds yeah. like she just or stopped like cleaning at one point in time and then nobody noticed and never really told anybody no yeah it. i i agree I, it doesn't look like she's had uh it, like she's having reasonable discussions here she says uh it was passive aggressive. She just tried not picking up and see if they noticed, yeah, and they didn't. Yeah. yeah. So that's hard because then it's like people do that all the time where they just don't talk, don't talk until they burst. Yeah. And that's just really hurtful to the relationship. But um, so it needs to start like Micah said communicate, communicate, communicate. Yep. Didn't the old salamander have something like better open rebuke than hidden something or other? Yeah, I think it's like, hey, you got really long ears. Leave. Yeah, that's yeah, I'm nailed mixing, it. I'm mixing a couple of those up. Yeah, maybe. that's what it is. <laughs> Tell the donkey about his ears in his house. It's from Bulgaria. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I so here's the thing. So I, I you could start with at least has, let's start with the conversation, right? Like here's the thing. I, I grant you assume that p- people are thinking the same way you do. Uh, the truth is they hardly ever are. Like mm-hmm. I am, I am so surprised. I'm a grown man, and I'm so surprised when I find out that I've been so ignorant about something. Uh, and I feel foolish for having missed it on the way I've been treating my wife or something I forgot where my, I wasn't paying attention to something my kids were doing or something. Uh, but in all honesty, I did not notice. And I should have, but I didn't. And it just took someone to say something like, oh, I'm real sorry about that. Let me, I'll work, i do my best. Uh, I, you do owe people that. Okay, give, them, give them the benefit of the doubt. Assume, don't assume that like, they are dastardly, they're twisted a mustache, and they're trying to harm you or make your life difficult. Most people are self In fact, everyone is self-centered. They will default to f- serving themselves first. Uh, it takes effort to not do that. It's a change. This is, this is why the spirit is needed in these types of things, right? You need a helper to help you not live like that. Um, and so uh, give people a chance. Um, but I, I think when push comes to shove, uh, you are in a situation of which uh, you have someone who you're going to be responsible for and going to care for, and you have no um, – it, it is not speak ill of you to otherwise take a stand in your house and say this is how things are going to be here, and uh, either you have to, to align with it or uh, uh, you've got to live somewhere else. Somewhere else. That's, I mean, it's the nature of being able to run the house. They want to slob things, slob in their own place, great. That's up to them. Okay. Uh, secular advice. You are right that once the baby arrives, you won't be able to keep up with what you've been doing. If you haven't expressed to your fiancé that you've shared uh, what you've shared with us, it's long overdue. The two of you should convene a meeting of everyone who lives under the roof and set some house rules. If the cousin and his girlfriend won't cooperate, they should move. As to your baby shower, if you have a close friend or relative nearby, it might be more practical to hold it in one of their homes. Also a good idea. Actually, isn't that normal like uh, someone else plans a baby shower? Right. That's this lady's really in a rough spot. Her relationships, uh, um, she doesn't have a committed support. I, I, let's grant fiancé, but let's go ahead and just take care of that so it's one less thing off your mind. Uh, and then, I mean, generally speaking, you shouldn't have to be picking up after folks. You shouldn't have to be planning your own baby shower. Um, 
I don't know. It might, you know, here's the thing is I, I hate to say this because you're so the, the person's asking for help, but like you do need to kind of look at yourself and say, what am I doing that otherwise allows, enables people like this who are willing to take, take advantage of me? Um, and just, just, it may not be, you could just, it could just be the company you're keeping. Um, but it could be something and how like that, that you're permitting that you just need to, you can stop. We're giving you permission. It's okay to stop permitting that kind of thing. Okay. Next here, live from the path. I've been divorced for 26 years. I've been engaged a couple times since, but never made it back to the altar. My ex-wife is now permanently separated from her second husband. I've helped her financially and emotionally through a couple of stressful situations in the interim due to her second husband. I became available again myself about 18 months ago, so I've been considering inviting her to dinner to help her relax and give her someone to talk to other than family. The problem is, she still seems to regard me as the enemy. She will speak to me, but it's just bare-bones conversation. I've never stopped loving her. Should I ask her to dinner or just let things be? Whoa. So he's asking if he should ask his ex-wife to dinner? Yep. Or just leave her be? Yep. That ship has sailed, man. Yeah, let her, let her go. Leave her alone. She's, I mean, he seems to be aware that she still regards him as the, the enemy. enemy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're mean, holding on to something that she's not holding on to. Don't reinvent, reinvite yourself to that. Walk away. Nothing he's done has changed it. He's supported her. He's helped her. He's been, you know, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to help her. You're not going to support her. She needs to find a friend or somebody, just not you. Yeah, I mean, just because you want to go trick-or-treating doesn't mean you have to go to the meth house. Like, what? <laughs> just because you want to go trick-or-treating doesn't mean you have to go to the meth house? If, Secular Ben? Let's say he wants to, if he wants to date someone else or needs a company or wants to whatever. Why does uh, it automatically have to be a meth house? That's fine. But, yeah. like, it doesn't mean you have to go to a place where you know it's not a good idea. Proverbs 21. <laughs> Second hesitation, 17. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you just, you let that go. I don't even know why he's. Because you want to go trick or treat. he's talking about this. You have to go to the meth house. No. Not let go. He, he's, he's in yeah. pain. He's I mean, holding I feel, on. I feel bad from our friend. Now, so what do you say? He's been. He's been engaged, engaged a couple of times since. It's, it's never worked out. Because he still wants her. This right. What, this what, yeah, yeah. I'm still the enemy. I wonder what happened. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, I, if she regards you as the enemy, you should probably just leave her alone. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, sorry, sorry, fella. Uh, uh, yeah, I think the safest move is you, you just got to let that go. You got you to gotta grieve, homie. You got to let that loss be what it is and breathe free air and on because just off. and two other people yeah right like if you've made it to uh, engage but you didn't go through with it if if this is the hang up uh yeah yeah find jesus and let him fill that hole mm-hmm. right. and if there's like like reconciliation on like past drama it's like i mean by all means do what you gotta do to like from a distance like maybe send a letter like Hey, I'm sorry about this and this. Hearts have changed on that, and just like kind of out there, but it's like you guys are saying, yeah. You can also forgive and not necessarily be reconciled. It takes one person to forgive, but two to reconcile. So you can like break that chain in a healthy way from a distance. You don't have to like invite her to dinner, especially if she hates. That's, that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's the big deal. She regards me as the enemy. Yeah, uh, so if I can sum up kind of the, the last few minutes here, like, I mean, do what's within your control. I get it. 
you, you do the best you can to make the make the situation right to the extent that that you're able to do so. Um, but um, I past that, like if it's not in your control and she doesn't dig on you, there's no reason to keep knocking on that door. Uh, let's see here. Taylor says, "I wish you had mentioned what destroyed your marriage 26 years ago." You gossip hound. Whatever it was, because your ex still seems to regard you as the enemy, in spite of the fact that you have helped her financially and emotionally, uh, I don't think what you have in mind is feasible. Sometimes it's safer to love someone from a distance, and this may be one of them. That's not bad. That's pretty close. Here we go. Last one. Secular or Solomon. My husband has lost a significant amount of weight over a very short period of time. He isn't on drugs and eats well. I've begged him to see a doctor. He's come up with a variety of excuses and reasons why he has lost the weight. First, it was because he was stressed at work. Then it was because he was stressed at home. Now he says he just needs to eat and exercise more, but he's so busy. But he'll start eventually. It has become a problem for several reasons. One, all the church ladies have concluded that I don't cook at home. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me you just made that part up. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, no, you didn't. There's a defense, which I do. Two, he looks so ill and malnourished that people are asking me if he is on drugs. He has been tested at work, and this is not the case. What? All right. Three, friends and family are deeply concerned but scared to approach him about his health because he swears he feels fine and is actually doing wonderfully. Life from the Path, boys. I love my husband. He's a good man, although he can sometimes be stubborn and closed-minded. Well, that didn't seem necessary. I'm terrified that he's dying of cancer, and he's going to leave me a single mom. I can no longer discuss the subject of weight with him because he gets extremely defensive and says I should just give him time to get back to how he was. How long do I give him? It has been 10 months. I'm afraid if this goes on any longer, it will put a strain on our relationship that won't be easily fixed by just talking it out. If 10 months of him refusing to talk to you about why he's losing weight hasn't already put a strain on your relationship, I'd be surprised. Yeah. Like he is completely closed off from you in a big portion of his life for 10 straight months. Uh... This is that's this is weird. That's I'm, very weird. I'm going to uh especially about a possibly positive thing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to I'm going to diagnose him as clinically depressed. Some people gain weight, some people lose weight. He's lost weight and he has no explanation and he keeps saying I'm going to get back to myself. Uh, she's not yeah. telling us he's sleeping a lot and uh lethargic and uh that's yeah, see those are things I have hit stressed cameras. at home, stressed at work. Yeah. That's, things that's Things that you don't want to talk with everybody about. Yep. yep. Uh, things that otherwise are tied to how you see yourself and your identity. Yeah. She yeah. Needs to back off. Get him a counselor. Get him. Some I was going to say, yeah. Healthy. If he's not willing to talk to her, he needs to talk to somebody. It's because she brings it all back. It's all about her. All the conversations are. You need to get better, so I look better. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. Some She's of it, depressed him. It would be way different if the question was, "Hey, I'm really worried about my husband because yeah. of these what things." What can I do? I love him. Church ladies think I don't cook for him. I'm like. Eh. Really? <laughs> Friends and family keep talking to me about him. She's got me depressed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit eating. Rough times. Yeah. Hey, man, if you're looking for, like, a buddy, I'll come over and hang out so <laughs> that I can get depressed and not eat anymore. You know what, Dan? That's a good point. Like, she even said, like, her reaction was, thought. I'm terrified that he's dying of cancer, which I would expect a full stop. I'll be a single a, mom. That's right. A full <laughs> stop. If my wife yeah. were in, I'd be like, I'm terrified that yeah. she is I'll be sick. on my own. Right. Everything was back to her. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And you bring up a good point, because psychosomatic relationship, gain or weight loss. Tell your husband to find a friend. Sounds like maybe the guy doesn't have a very strong support system built around him where he can talk about, you know, even with her. I mean, it might not have been, it might not be a part of their relationship for him to be open. Yeah. So it's like. 
eventually it just comes to the point where your your being or your body wants to express itself in some way, so it'll do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so advice we can't we're not talking to him. The advice to her is uh one so I I I think it's multiple fold here. I think the first one is um is you need to pull yourself out of it a bit. Right. Um let's focus on on him for now. Um it's okay to show genuine concern. Like, here's the thing is if what he heard was concern primarily attached to you, then whatever it is you think you're communicating, you're probably not communicating. Um, so I might try to re, re, first of all, think about this, pull yourself out of the equation a bit, um, and try talking to him in a, in a means that focuses on him and your care for him um, to the extent that he doesn't want to open up or you get kind of similar reactions. Um, would certainly encourage him to um, to, to seek help, um, to talk to somebody else if he's got some legit friends and maybe they're just far away or something. You need to you know tap on the shoulder and say, hey "Boy, you know he could use a pick me up. Maybe you could call him." Totally fine. I think that's totally cool. Um, but like, I think you're encouraging mode here as opposed to uh, accusing mode of look at whatever's going on with you is harming me because uh, there's no way that's that's received positively. And so I would uh, I would do that. All right, anything else? Okay. Taylor says, some people foolishly avoid going to the doctor because they are afraid of what they will hear. You should be alarmed because your husband's sudden, unexplained, prolonged weight loss can be a symptom of a life-threatening illness. This is not a question of how or how well, uh, of how or how well you cook. Bless those church ladies. <laughs> ah. Yes, right. This is, is this, that was a Texas bless your heart. Is this the thing? Dan, is this the thing? You got church ladies doing this kind of thing? This really not. seems like a 50 years ago church ladies thing. I could be wrong. Probably an, old, an older established type, yeah. church type church maybe. Oh, I, she I doesn't know. feed him. Yeah, she's not she taking care of his husband the way she's supposed husband. to. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Saturday Night Live church lady. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're living up to it. Congratulations. That's special. Um, so this is not a question of how or how or how well you cook or whether your husband is on drugs. I mean, it could be a question of that. It is a question of you alerting his doctor, explaining what's going on, and possibly saving his life. Now, Booba, what are your thoughts? You go to his doctor? No. Yeah, what? I don't know if that's my reaction. Can yet. the doctor even talk to you about stuff? Just because you're married doesn't mean that you get to talk to them about his symptoms. Uh, well, so HIPAA would protect, okay, it would protect uh, his ability, the doctor's ability to share it with the wife. The wife just says random stuff to the doctor. The doctor has, is able to react to it because it's, uh, it's not medical data. If my doctor ever called me and said, Hey, Buva, your wife called. She said that you've been dramatically losing weight. We need to talk about the possibility of cancer. Can you come in for a screening? You're like, Dr. Bomber, don't ever call me again. <laughs> I'll talk to you when I'm ready. What was his name? Dr. Bomber. Is that his real name? Yeah, he's awesome. Okay, okay. He's hmm. the best doctor I've ever had. I don't, uh, yeah, he I mean. Name. He's amazing. He makes fun of me. It's great. Here's the deal. Is, uh, here's where you get in a rough situation. And this is, this, is, this, is a, this is a life lesson, right? Like, in a perfect situation, you don't go around your spouse, right? You work right. with your spouse. Right. Uh, you have a support structure of what you can deal with and of which is there to help you. Um, that isn't always the case. This, our previous lady is in that, that situation, right? She's in, a, she's in a rough spot through certainly some responsibility of her own Probably everybody else around her as well. Um, so I, I think the right answer is to say, uh, yes, you need to, as, as if we're talking to the lady, I don't think going around him to his, like tattling on him as doctor is going to be received well, especially if it is something that's related to his identity, his feeling of self-worth, 
Uh, that, I, don't, I don't think that's going to go well. It needs to be under his own. Right. Belief. The last thing he needs to be told right now, if he is de- depressed, is that he's sick. Yeah. I think that's something that'll just like help her put things into perspective. Is just kind of taking, throwing out what other people think of her. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yep. All right, she says, uh, if he won't listen to reason, put it in terms of him being alive long enough to see his child, children into adulthood. Guilt. I that think, sounds great. Again, I, you know, I could be wrong, but that doesn't, I'm not sure that's not what I would lead with. Sounds like she's kind of a juggernaut of narcissism and nagging, and I would probably be depressed and losing weight if I were that guy, too. Yeah, maybe, so. maybe she's hanging around here. Yeah. Hey, man. Lose a little. Maybe hey, marital don't, don't take my in, statement from before. <laughs> <laughs> also, the juggernaut of narcissism is the coolest band name that's ever okay. been said. I still like Vulcan Powder Keg. Yeah. So. I think we've yeah. got multiples tonight, yeah. guys. I've been designing shirts in my head. Uh, <laughs> is it shameless? No. I mean, I'm going to come up with a symphonic death metal band called the Juggernaut of Narcissism. We're going to see what happens. <laughs> We're really good. Great. Play it in my mom's basement. Uh, I'm going to come up with a Wero trio called Great in the 70s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Three, three guys, each with a separately toned tenor fish. <laughs> um, okay, but if you still won't listen to reason, then all you can do is make sure his affairs are in order in case the worst happens. I mean, of all the stuff you could say, this is the stuff we chose to talk about? Well, it is secular. That's kind of the point. point. Oh, that leaves me on a bummer. All right. Okay. I'm going to have to leave what it, though. What I, do we have to pick up our, yeah, our spirits yeah. So here's here, what man. we're going to do. Here's what we're going to redeem the time. We're going to redeem the time. We're going to end the show. Uh, with one more tune from the August Gun. So while, while they are picking it up, hey, is that, uh, is that pedal on? You can double check it. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> Make sure. Might have missed you on the last one. Um, so uh, to a few few quick reminders. One, you want to go to theaugustguns.com. They're going to send you that sketchy band camp site. Uh, but uh, here's the do. You can check that out. Uh, now, you guys got any like live stuff that, that someone can, can come check out soon, like live shows or anything? Yeah, we've got a well, we've got a little Minnesota run um coming up, wow, in like a few weeks. Play in Minneapolis, Owatonna, then we're back here in Des Moines at Lefties on Saturday the twenty third. Sweet. So come check us out. And then we'll be in Waterloo, I think two weeks after on Saturday the seventh. And then we're gonna go into writing mode to start working. Are those uh those dates on the band camp? They are on the Facebooks, the, yeah, check out the Facebooks. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, that show. Buddy's from. Mm-hmm. A fun band from Minnesota that we get to hang out with. and. Okay, sweet. So there's a local, uh, local one in Lefties. Uh, check out... Uh, uh, the Big Blue Data Horde on the Facebook if you uh, want to see what's going on and uh, and keep up with the shows and stuff. And again, you can stream that stuff uh, on your chosen platform. should be available, uh, and you can dig out the August guns. Um, also, if you got any, uh, let's say you hated the show. I understand where you're coming from. Or you were the, uh, you were the impact of some of this uh, sweet advice that we gave. Also understand. Uh, hit us up on the complaint line. That's uh, 515-517-0085. That's uh, 515-517-0085-LFTP at the end there. will be totally worthless. But if you want to type it in and make it seem like we got a personal number, you go ahead and do that and live your life proud. Uh, I'm going to turn you guys over uh, to the August Guns to, to send us out. What's, this, uh, what's the last tune we're going to hear? Uh, this is a song called Speak True. This is actually off the new record. 
and it is influenced by Ezekiel chapter 37 and the Valley of Dry Bones. And sorry about my tunage here. Okay. And normally it's a nice heavy song, but we're going to do a, a smooth jazz rendition for you here. <laughs> I'm prepared to be soothed. You get, Is that the right vibe? Get, get ready for it, yeah. Okay. On the YouTubes. On the YouTubes. This is the one that was filmed in the church that we... Oh, sweet. About. Yep. Okay. Okay. We check that out. Boova, I might, I might nuzzle you. Just heads up. Depending on how the song goes. Boova. <laughs> Please don't do that. Boova. <laughs> what? Here's the deal. What do you mean you might nuzzle me? I told you ahead of time. <laughs> Get away from You've me. You've got time to prepare. I was leaning forward because I'm right. sitting on a stool that's awful. And then you want to nuzzle me? I don't know how the song will go. I'm just saying. Right, fine, if you want to cuddle with It's on the radar. It's not, too, right. it's not too smooth jazz. Str it's yeah. Easy no. listening. But get ready to be nuzzled. Yeah. If it gets prickly, I might headbutt you. Giant man. All right, fine. Nuzzling. So oh. 